Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, it's another edition of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I'm your host, Anthony Marino. Happy to be back with you this week talking everything Buffalo Bills. And now we get to that part of the season where things truly do start to quiet down. A six-week period leading up until training camp. And for many of us fans, we start to look at things. And and really, all you're hoping for is no news to be out there in the marketplace because traditionally that means somebody's gotten in trouble, somebody's doing something they're not supposed to. And really, for the most part, you hope that things stay relatively quiet from now leading up till training camp at the end of July until the Buffalo Bills truly do get on the practice field and start preparing for the 2019 season. This week, the Buffalo Bills did have their mandatory mini camp. It was supposed to be three days of practice that were taking place, all that were open to the media. Uh, the third day on Thursday ended up getting canceled and the team opting to do more of a, uh, a field day approach. It looked like they had some bounce houses and games and all kinds of different activities for the players at the Ad Pro training facility for the team and more of a team building day as opposed to anything else. And, you know, as we go through with this, you, you always look at it as fans. We always crave that information. You look for those updates on guys like Ed Oliver and Josh Allen and the wide receivers and who's healthy and who's not and what are they doing along the offensive line. But when we talk about OTAs and minicamp, uh, really not the most important time of the season. Josh Allen has already talked about he'll be spending time with his receivers throughout these next six weeks leading up to training camp, getting some work in on their own, which is obviously a great sign, especially with some of the injuries to guys like Zay Jones, Robert Foster, and Cole Beasley over these last couple of weeks. So they'll work to get those reps in on their own and really to get things headed towards training camp as things start to take more uh, more shape, I guess you could say. As you look at some of these updates, you look at some of the competitions for some of these positions that we've all had our eyes on, right? Like you think of the offensive line, you talk about the wide receivers, what's going to happen at that number two cornerback spot really is some that, that truly do stand out. So as we do take a look at it, it does get to that quiet time in the offseason for the team and for us fans as we start to look at some other things to discuss, start to look forward to the season and stretch that conversation a little bit to some topics to get your opinion as well. I realize it's incredibly early to be addressing this topic, but I I would like to do a, a prediction of the Buffalo Bills record, how they're going to do week by week throughout the 2019 season. I think if we do this following mini camp, before training camp, after training camp, the preseason leading into the regular season. It always leads to some good discussion. Y'all know me, I'm always an optimist with this team as we go through with it. But I think as you you do look at the schedule right now, you know, for the Bills, it's uh, it's easy to be optimistic because of all the upgrades that the team has made throughout the draft, more notably through free agency 
And again, so much of it coming down to Josh Allen, the second-year quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, and what he can really look like. So without any further ado, we'll jump into the 2019 season. Of course, I'd love you to hit me up with your thoughts and opinions, whether it's in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com. You can always hit me on Twitter, at Anth Marino. And uh, I always love to get the feedback and to get your thoughts, uh, especially as we talk about the schedule for the upcoming season. So we'll jump right into it right now. Week one, I truly see as one of those swing games on the season. I am going to have it as a win for the Buffalo Bills as they travel down to the New York Jets to open the 2019 slate. And with that, uh, really inciting with the Bills, right? Two teams, they split their games in 2018. I like more of the additions that the Bills made in the offseason as opposed to what the Jets did. I think the Jets still have plenty of questions uh, along their offensive line, something that is going to be tough for Sam Darnold and Le'Veon Bell as they look to get their offense started, especially early in the season, with the Bills bringing back so much of the, uh, again, the, the stars on their defense, one of the top defenses in the NFL in the 2019 season. Uh, I do look for the Bills to get a good start in the 2019 and week one with the win over the New York Jets. When we jump to week two, kind of no surprise here. I like the Bills' chances against the Giants, uh, staying down in New Jersey for the second week in a row, and still anticipating that Eli Manning will be the starting quarterback for the Giants at this time. And despite how much I like Saquon Barkley and everything that he is, uh, the Giants are in a bit of a rebuild mode. And despite the fact that they are hanging on with Eli Manning probably a bit longer than they need to and getting plenty of criticism for that, uh, I do like the Bills to be a favorite, even as a, a on the road, right, in week two against the New York Giants. So the Bills starting the season 2-0 and as it relates to my my predictions here. In week three, it's the home opener. And, uh, and really with that, the Bills hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, we talk about it again, a, a team that has some question marks at the quarterback position with Andy Dalton. Many thought that maybe the Bills would look to do something throughout, or the Bengals would look to do something in the 2019 draft, maybe to address the position, add someone at quarterback that they could groom as the QB of the future. Not really doing that. Andy Dalton, like him very much for what he does in the community, what he did for the Bills heading into the 2017 playoffs by knocking off the Ravens. But with that being said, I like the Bills to get their home opener starting the season 3-0, euphoria among Buffalo Bills fans, people looking at flights to head to the Super Bowl in February, uh, and and just kind of that excitement that would be there. Then week four, the Bills are back at home again, hosting the New England Patriots uh, until the Bills can, can consistently show that they can compete against the Patriots, can beat the Patriots. I will continue to pick the Patriots as winners over the Buffalo Bills, their first loss of the season in week four against Tom Brady and the Pats. Uh, And week five is really that second swing game that I have on the schedule for the Bills at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Again, I have the Bills winning this game. I'm not sold on uh, Marcus Mariota. And for everything that he's been, he's battled through injuries. When he's been healthy, he has not played. uh, He has not played excessively well. And so as you go through these things, again, it's a bit of a coin flip. It should not come to a surprise that with these coin flip games, I end up going with the Buffalo Bills, but I've got them with the win in week five, heading into the bye, the week six bye, the Buffalo Bills at four and one. Coming off of that, hosting the Miami Dolphins in week seven. Uh, I do do not like what the Dolphins are, are looking at as a competitor this season. I realize them acquiring Josh Rosen gives them some hope 
at the quarterback position with Ryan Fitzpatrick on the roster. You know Fitz always gives you a chance, but I think the offensive weapons, the receivers that they have, they are in a bit of a rebuilding mode. So I like the Bills to get the victory in Week 7 over the Dolphins. Week 8, the Bills travel to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Right now, I would still consider the Eagles to be a favorite to win the Super Bowl this season, or one of the favorites, right, as you you look at those top teams in the NFL. And if uh, Carson Wentz is back and healthy, and by all indications he will be based on the monstrous contract that he signed the other day, um, I look for the Bills to catch the loss in Philadelphia before returning home in Week 9, against the Washington Redskins. Uh, again, the, the Redskins, a team in a, a bit of turmoil. You've got unhappy players. You've got injuries. You've got a rookie QB and Dwayne Haskins, who there's plenty of questions about. I do like the Bills to get the uh, the home win against the Washington Redskins in Week 9, a team that should probably be in more of a rebuilding mode than they should, with the exception that their coach, Gruden, is uh, is trying to win as many games as he possibly can to save his job during the 2019 season. That takes us to week 10. The Bills travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns. I do look at this uh, again as a game where the Bills should be competitive, but I'm going to give the edge to Cleveland. Um, I like the additions that they've made this offseason. I know it's easy for fans to rail on Odell Beckham Jr. As I look at it, though, he is still the you know one of the top three wide receivers in football. And when it comes down to it, Baker Mayfield delivered at a level last season that we have not seen from Josh Allen yet, even if he just maintains the level of play that he had in 2019. I think that could be a real interesting thing and could be an interesting season for the Browns. By no means anointing them as winners of the AFC North like many do, you know, calling them Super Bowl contenders or anything along those lines. Really, with all that being said, right, you can pump the brakes, but I would pick the Cleveland Browns to defeat the Buffalo Bills in Week 10. Week 11, the Buffalo Bills go down to Miami. Talked about them already. I like that as a win for the Bills. Um, I imagine if he's not starting in Week 7 when the Bills take on the Dolphins, that Josh Rosen should be the starting quarterback by Week 11. As much as I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, I've got to imagine that will be part of their plan because they want to get him those starts to see what he looks like to decide, is Josh Rosen going to be their quarterback of the future? Or if the Dolphins have a top five pick in the 2020 draft, are they going to get a new quarterback um, in what should be a stellar quarterback class in the 2020 draft? So week 12, the Bills are at home against the Denver Broncos. Joe Flacco at quarterback. Um, I look at the the Broncos and I, I truly see a team that's probably in a little bit of a decline. I don't love Flacco as a quarterback. Um, you look at some of the just kind of the the aging defensive players that they have, as much as you love Yvonne Miller and others. Um, from my perspective, the Broncos, just there's too many question marks around what they've done. And, and so much of that does start with Joe Flacco at quarterback. And uh, so I'll have that as a win for the Buffalo Bills. Heading into week 13, the Buffalo Bills playing on Thanksgiving Day in Dallas. And, uh, and I like what Dallas is doing. Um, saw them play a number of times on television last year. I like Dak Prescott. I realize there's plenty of questions around him as a quarterback and a franchise quarterback and what his contract is going to look like. But with that being said, uh, I see the Cowboys winning this game at home on Thanksgiving Day, hopefully not ruining our Thanksgiving. Um, But with that being said, the Dallas Cowboys will have to be the favorite in that matchup, and I give them the nod. 
Week 14, the Buffalo Bills host the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, this is my third coin flip game of the season. As we look at it, I do give the Bills the win here because of Lamar Jackson. Um, as much as I like Lamar Jackson heading in to the 2018 draft um, and for what we saw from him this offseason, a guy that is really a you know a running quarterback and in you see him not taking advantage of the weapons. Maybe throughout training camp, he'll become more comfortable as a passer, be able to do more. My expectation is is that NFL defenses will uh, have the time, they'll have the tape and the footage, and be able to contain Lamar Jackson uh, to a decent extent and kind of expose him as not being ready as an NFL passer at this time. So that is going to be my projection there. Uh, of course, I'm looking at this through Buffalo Bills colored glasses, and I've got the Bills with the win in week 14. Kind of the tough stretch uh, down the down the end here at Pittsburgh, week 15, a loss for the Buffalo Bills. I realize the Steelers, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell, again, gone. Antonio Brown, gone. But with guys like uh, James Conner at running back, Juju Smith-Schuster at wide receiver, and Big Ben still there at the quarterback. I like Pittsburgh in Week 15 to defeat the Bills. Uh, in Week 16, it's a game. It might be on Saturday. It might be on Sunday. Uh, all we know is that the Buffalo Bills are playing the New England Patriots. Uh, they are going to be in New England, and I am going to project that as a loss, which should not come as too much of a surprise. And finally, in Week 17, the Buffalo Bills closing out the slate, hosting the New York Jets, a win-and-you're-in type of scenario, or it could be, the Buffalo Bills getting the win to go to 10-6 and six during the 2019 season. And I realize with this, again, an optimistic approach. Uh, as always, you know I take that optimistic approach with the team. But here we come off of minicamp and OTAs. By all means, reason to be optimistic with the additions for me that the team has made at wide receiver and along the offensive line, plus the drafting of Ed Oliver really major upgrades at areas of need from the 2018 season. And as I look at all of those pieces, uh, I'm going to remain optimistic. Maybe I'll feel different throughout training camp, during preseason games. So much of it hinges on what Josh Allen looks like. And by all reports throughout OTAs, there's been some ups, there's been some downs, uh, and that's to be expected. Um, But with that, I, I try to pledge to myself not to get too high, not to get too low. I guess by 10 and 6, you could say that might be a little bit high as it comes with the projections. But uh, for the time being, uh, again, I did have those three swing games, week one at the New York Jets, week five at the Tennessee Titans, and then week 14 against the Baltimore Ravens. Those were really the three that I saw as those swing matchups. Obviously, if you convert those wins to losses, the Bills are at 7 and 9. People are freaking out. They're asking for Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean to be fired. They want the team to draft a new quarterback. But really, the record is one thing. But we all know we want to see that progress from the quarterback, from Josh Allen, and that they continue to make strides heading into the 2019 season. This will wrap up this week's edition of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. We'll still be back with you each week, even though we are going into that quiet period of the NFL offseason. We'll talk to you more about things like the 53 man roster. We'll talk about uh, position battles that we can anticipate throughout training camp, make some fantasy football projections, and have everything Buffalo Bills for you. So, as always, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to leave your comments uh, in the section on buffalorumblings.com or to hit me up on Twitter at Anth Marino. And as always, thanks for listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings as part of buffalorumblings.com. Take care.
Right now, businesses are facing tough choices. Do you cut costs or drive growth? Solve for today or build for tomorrow? Do you satisfy your shareholders or satisfy your customers? The answer is yes. You don't have to choose. With the intelligent platform for digital business from ServiceNow, you can say yes to unifying your existing systems and yes to accelerating growth. Visit servicenow.com to see how we can help you put yes to work. The world works with ServiceNow. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. 